Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. 17 weeks, four quarters, 60 minutes. And it all leads up to one winning, winning try. And, of course, one of the teams that was named, in addition to his old team, Philadelphia Eagles, were the Baltimore Ravens. So, I uh, I want to know, do you think Zach Ertz <laughs> would be a good pickup for the Ravens, or do they just stick with the guys that they currently have? Um, I don't think it would hurt. Um if you could get him for a nice, um, you know, something obviously team favorable at this point in the year, I'm sure is you don't have to break the bank to get him. Um, but I don't think it would hurt to have some sort of depth uh, to to be able to have a, a veteran presence in the tight end room, a guy that's won a Super Bowl, a guy that's been the number one option. Um, well, uh, uh, maybe not the number one option, but definitely one of the top options in the offense. Um, Zach Ertz has got a couple of, he's, he's got what? Uh, 1,000 yard season, over 1,100 yards in 2018 yeah. um, for, for Zach Ertz. I mean, that that that's pretty good. Um, but this is a dude that has shown the ability to be relied on in an offense. Obviously he's, you know, he's a little far removed from that. Um, he's not that guy anymore, but I thought he was decent last year in Arizona played in 10 games had four touchdowns over 400 yards receiving a lot of the Arizona Cardinals guys stats receiving guys stats are going to be skewed because there's a time when Kyler Murray's there and there's a large chunk of time where he's not so it's tough to really go off of the numbers for a cup for quite a few of those guys out there but all in all Look, I, I don't think Zach, if the Ravens did bring Zach Ertz in, I don't think it's a situation where you're plugging and playing him over Isaiah Likely. I don't think that'd be the case. I think Zach Ertz would just be a depth guy. He'd help you in the red zone, help you in short yardage, another quarterback-friendly guy that's working in the middle of the field. Um, how healthy he is is a big question as well because he's dealt with a lot of injury issues the last couple of years. But overall, I, I don't think it's a bad thing if they get Zach Ertz again. For a team-friendly situation um, and understanding that he's here for depth, not here to be Mark Andrews, right? I mean, I don't think – I, I wouldn't put him in over Isaiah Likely over the depth chart. Now, Charlie Kohler, we'll see, you know, maybe, maybe <laughs> there. Um, but, yeah, I, I don't think this changes things for Isaiah Likely if you bring in Zach Ertz. Yeah, I'm indifferent about this. You know, if they do it, cool. If they don't, I don't really care. I mean, I don't think, like you said, this changes a whole needle if he does get mm-hmm. added to this roster. He's not going to uh, uh, to jump above Isaiah Likely, in my opinion, which is why I'm indifferent about it, right? Because if I don't think that he's better than the current guy that they have, then why why am I pressed to have this? I think that we are enamored with Zach Ertz because we know his name. We know at one point he was an extremely dominant tight end. Um, but not, this is his 11th season. 
<laughs> you know, like, I, you know, he, he came out in 2013. So we have to be remembering uh, of the fact that, you know, he ain't no spring chicken. And yes, I agree with you that, you know, if you look at well, well what he did in Arizona the past few years wasn't great because, you know, of, of the quarterback situation. I'm a little skewed about that. I agree, but also usually tight end is the the guy that that backup quarterbacks go to the most, right? To to kind of get things going. And you know, look, he only played ten games last year. Um, only played seven games this year, so there's apparently been some type of injury things that's been going on. I I I'm with you from a depth perspective. I guess it makes sense, but if he doesn't sign here. Do I feel some type of way? Do I think that's going to uh, lessen their chances of going to deep into the playoffs? No, <laughs> you know, because right. he, Mark Andrews is um, five years younger than him in terms of football years, five seasons younger than him. Um, so I just don't think that that's something that Zach Ertz is going to immediately come in and have some type of impact. Now, I, I'm not going to, I do think that, him being the veteran that he is does have some type of impact to some degree, right? Like there are going to be some things that he can do that maybe Isaiah likely is not going to be able to do because, you know, just from an experience standpoint, but I also think that because Zach Ertz and Lamar haven't played together, that's a chemistry that would just have to be built as time goes on while they're on the field together. There's no chemistry that's really been built you know, in terms of like, there's no off season, no training camp, you know, none of those types of things. So that would be something that they would be learning on the fly in terms of their chemistry. Oh, but by the way, they got this big stretch coming down where you kind of really can't be in the position of trying to see what's going to work and what's not going to work. You got to kind of know when you look at the schedule that the Ravens have coming up. So um, if they get them cool, if not, I just, I want to feel some type of way about a Cordell. I just don't. I, mean, <laughs> I don't. I, don't, I, just don't I don't think you should. Way. Yeah, I don't. I feel like that should be everybody's philosophy towards this. I mean, at the end of the day, the Ravens are nine and three right now. Yeah, it's a devastating loss losing Mark Andrews, but uh, losing Mark Andrews. But I think everybody knows that Isaiah likely can, you know, fill that void. And then you've got receivers as well. Um, I I just. My, I only, I, like I said, I, I think everybody should, nobody should be losing sleep over Zach Ertz at this stage of his career. No, you know, nobody should be super upset if the Ravens don't get him. You also right. shouldn't throw a parade if you do get him. Um, I, I only, at this time of year, especially this time of year, depth really matters. And it's cool right now, uh, but you got to think about the what ifs is my own, would be my thought process when I, look at Zach Ertz. Again, this isn't somebody that I'm bringing in to build my offense around or save the day. Um, it's it's more so a depth guy. And if, when you talk about being a Super Bowl contending team, you're going to need people that have wandered those waters before and understand what it takes to play in that time of year and the toll it takes on your body and just the attention to detail and all of that stuff that, that you need to have late in January. So that would be my only thing. God forbid something happens to likely or, or Kohler and then boom, you, you know, Ertz is, is, is a bonus. He, he's a bonus there. And if nothing happens to those guys, he's, he's cool. He's, he's there in case you need him. But again, I'm not, I'm not beating on the table to sign him. Um, I, I just, 
I would imagine that the Ravens are at least having conversations about them. I'm sure. Um, a question that is kind of relatable since we're talking about the tight end position. What is your, do you think that there's a reason why they have not promoted Travis Vokalek from the roster, the um, practice squad? I don't I don't think that there is a dire need to do it right now. I mean, yeah. you've got Patrick Ricard who basically can um play that type of role as the third tight, essentially it's your third tight end, the blocking guy. Um, that's what Patrick Ricard does. Yep. Uh I get it. They had three active tight ends before you know, before Mark Andrews went down, but there were games where Kohler wasn't active and yep. stuff like that. So I think with Vokalek, it's just more so a thing where, you know, they're not in a position to where where they feel like they need to put him out there um, or to a situation where they feel like he could replace a Kohler or start eating into likely snaps. I, I think that um, and John talked about this about a, a couple of weeks ago. Um, you know, it's not when you're on the practice squad, you don't really get a lot of time to really progress. You don't you don't really get that time to to really be a part of the game plan, to really be um, coached up to, to the point to where you're ready to go out there and play, especially for a guy in his position who's an undrafted free agent. So I just think it's tough. Um, right now, because in all honesty, he, you know, he may not even know everything that would be asked of him if he was to go into a real game right now, preseason and, and regular season games, as you know, are just two totally different. The game plans, the preparation, everything is so different. So, I, you know, I, obviously the dude can play. We saw that in the preseason, um, but I, I just don't think that they feel like they need him right now.